I'm Chad Roberts, and I'm so glad you're joining me today on Awakened to Grace because we are in a wonderful series called Kingdom Come. This is a study through the Lord's Prayer, and today we are in week three. We're studying this incredible phrase, give us this day our daily bread. And you know what, friends? Every word that Jesus teaches us to pray here has huge significance. We're going to break down each word today, each phrase of this. We're going to break it down, and we're going to see exactly what Jesus meant by the word bread. We're going to see what he means by the word daily. We're going to see what he means by this day and give us. And we're going to focus especially on the word our our daily bread. We're going to see how we're a family of God and how we should be concerned and we should care about the needs of others. Well, there are many, many principles that we're going to learn from God's Word together today. So I'm so glad that you are joining us. I hope, as always, I hope you're downloading our free mobile app, Awakened to Grace, and I hope you're connecting with us. Well, let's get to God's Word today as we are in Matthew 6, walking through the Lord's Prayer together. There's a divine order to the Lord's Prayer. There's a divine order to the way that we pray. So so let me just rephrase here. We begin to learn how to pray. This is called the model prayer. And we begin by focusing solely on God. See, many times we get, we get it reversed. We focus on our needs, right? We jump right into prayer. God, I need this. God, I need you to come through here. I need you to give me this. I have to have this. This has to be done. And, and oh, we're just this ball of frustration, right? But see, there's a divine order to prayer. The divine order is that we begin putting our eyes on the greatness of God. Why? Because when you have your perspective on who God is, I hallow the name of God. I reverence your name. I am amazed at your greatness, O God. And when our eyes are on the, uh, on the sovereignty of God, then our problems come into the right perspective. Then our problems are not so big, are they? See, the script, listen, we got to reverse. Our problems are so big and God is so small. Oh, how can God help me? How can God reverse this? How can God save me? How can God come through? How am I going to get this done? How am I going to have enough money? How am I going to have enough strength? How am I going to know what to do? And our problem is so big and God's so little. The order is reversed. No, flip the script today. Look at the greatness of God. And then the problems will be in the right perspective. So watch what happens. This is the way Jesus teaches us how to pray. There's a divine order. He says, focus on the greatness of God. Hallowed be your name. And then you look after God's interest. That's what last week was about. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. And if you missed last week, I'm telling you, I've preached for many years, but last week, for me, was one of the most fun sermons I've ever preached. Oh, I enjoyed it so much. I learned so much. Now, 
There's a shift that happens in the prayer. See, now the prayer is going to go from your kingdom, your will, your focus, your interest, to now it's going to shift to us. Give us this day our daily bread. But do you see the order? You don't jump right into your need first. You jump into worship first. You focus on God's interest first, and then you present your needs before the Lord. Can we say amen to that today? There's a divine order. Now, I want to break this down into four simple things today. Number one, I want to, I want to give explanation. What did Jesus mean by give us? We're going to focus on that. Number two, what does he mean by this day? And number three, I want to focus on that all-important word, our. And number four, what's he mean by daily bread? Okay? So number one, if you're going to take notes, let's, let's look at this little phrase, give us. If you're going to take notes, note this. This is to teach us the generosity of God Almighty. See, do you realize, I want you to understand this, humanity is designed by God to be dependent upon God. Now, this will set you free. Many of you, many of you, this is going to be a word for your life right now. This is going to help so many of you. God has designed humanity to depend solely on God. So, think of it this way. Without God, man cannot even meet our most basic need, which is bread. And we can't even do that on our own. We can't do it without God. Do you know what the point is? The point is, is that man is not self-sufficient. That means that there is no such thing as a self-made man. It takes God in your life. And see, here's what, here's what happens sometimes. Sometimes Satan, listen, he's a liar, is he not? Yeah. Let me tell you what happened to me one time. I was praying and I was asking God for very real, very serious things. I was asking God to move many mountains. I'm, I'm talking like it wasn't a little wish list, right? It wasn't a genie in a bottle type thing. It wasn't God, I'd like to have this and this would be nice. And Lord, I want this and I want that. And I want, no, no. I'm talking, I needed mountains to move. If God did not intervene, no one could help me. Anybody with me right now? And you know what Satan did? Satan came. Oh, he's sly. And he's a liar. And Jesus said when he speaks, he speaks out of his own native tongue. He's a liar. He's a father of all lies. And you know what he told me? He said, Chad, you ask for too much. You ask for too much. Stop asking so much. Ask God for one thing, two things, not all these things. And you know, the Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood, God will raise a standard against him. And you know what the Holy Spirit said to my heart? Oh, thank God. God reminded me, Chad, I'm your heavenly father. You are my child. You ask away. You have not because you ask not. Ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open. Ask, A, seek, S, knock, 
K, what's that spell? Ask. Ask away, child of God. Amen. Can we just thank the Lord for that? Hallelujah. So see, so see here. Now, now listen, follow me right here. When Jesus says, our daily bread, he's not talking about a loaf. He's not talking about Sarah Lee, all right? He's not talking about a loaf of bread. You know what he's talking about? He's talking about the essentials of life. He's talking about physical needs. Now listen, this is going to help some of you. Some of you are afraid to ask God. Some of you are afraid to ask God for the things that you need. No, my friend, you ask away. Because let me tell you, some of you right now, you're wondering, does God really see your situation? Some of you walked into the building today and you're asking, does God really see what I'm facing? Does God really know what I'm facing? Oh, let me tell you, the devil will lie to you. You know what the devil told me one day? Oh, what a liar. I'm t- I know what I'm talking about. The devil told me one day I was, I was struggling in blindness. And you know, what, you know what that liar said to me? He said, God doesn't know what you're facing. God has no idea. You know why? Listen, he's a liar. You know what he said? God's light. And all God knows is light. And he don't understand your darkness. What a liar. You don't listen to the devil. He'll tell, listen, he'll discourage you. He'll depress you. He'll isolate you. He'll bombard you. You don't listen to him. You listen to the truth of God's word. And let me tell you what the book of Micah says. Even when I sit in darkness, the Lord will be light to me. Amen? God knows what you need. God knows what you're facing. God sees where you are right now. He sees what you're up against. He sees the sorrow you feel. He sees the pain that you're in. He sees it all, and he knows it all. And let me tell you how well acquainted God is with you and your trouble. Let me tell you where God is. The Bible says that God has the very hair upon your head numbered. Amen? And let me tell you the truth. You and I don't even know ourselves quite that well. God knows you better than you know you. And if God so has the hairs of your head numbered, let me tell you, God sees your trouble. God sees your questions. God sees your doubts. God sees your fears. And it's out of this great dependency that we are made. Let me tell you, you lean as hard as you can into Jesus. You trust as mightily as you can in Jesus. And the more strength you need, the more strength he'll give. The more grace you need, the more grace he'll give. The more daily provisions you need, the more he'll give. Give us this day our daily bread. Amen? He's a giver. And God well knows we are made to be dependent. So don't you let the devil tell you, stop asking God for help. Stop asking God for wisdom. Stop asking God for strength. Stop asking God for peace. Stop asking God for joy. Listen, don't you let the devil tell Why? Because he'll lie to you. Let me tell you, God's ready To give you such things. Amen. Give us. We are made with a dependency upon Jesus. Listen. 
The greatest tragedy is not unanswered prayer. The greatest tragedy is unoffered prayer. And some of you, you've stopped praying because somewhere down the road, Satan's told you, quit annoying God. Stop getting on God's nerves. God's not interested. God's not listening. No, I'm here to tell you the truth of God's word today. God's a generous God. Give us this day. What's he mean by this day? Boy, the Lord's really ministering to me in this one little phrase. I don't know how many of you are like me, but I'm a planner. I plan everything. I plan everything. Matter of fact, I make plans to plan things. Anybody else like that? You plan everything? I can already tell you what my week looks like. I can already tell you the meals I'm going to eat this week. I can already tell you all my points. I, I mean, I'm telling you, I have every day planned out. You, you know how I try to live my life. Those of you who, who you, you've had to travel, you know, if you throw everything into a suitcase, how much stuff are you going to fit? But how many of you know if you carefully pack your suitcase, <coughs> you're amazed how much you can fit, right? You know, your day's just like that. If you let everybody throw everything they want into your day, and you just you wake up and you just throw everything into the day, well, you're not going to fit very much. But if you're careful about it, you'd be amazed what you can pack in there. Amen? <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm a planner. I like to plan. I can tell you, I can tell you where things are headed. Well, because I'm a planner, I like to know where I'm headed. I like to know where I'll end up. Scripture says, ponder the path of your feet. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Got too riled up. <laughs> Scripture says, ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. Well, so the Lord's dealing with me. What's he mean by give us this day? The Lord is teaching me, Chad, you can be so focused on the future you can be so focused way out that you miss the present. You miss what I want to do right now today. Are you like me in that way? Are you so focused on ambition and drive and getting things done that you're missing what God has for you today? I'm telling you, I don't, want to, I don't want to miss my kids growing up. I don't want to miss the stage that my life is in. I don't want to miss where my family is. I don't want to be so focused that I miss this day. You know, it's interesting. In our culture, we mark time by years. Isn't that how we mark it? We mark birthdays. We mark anniversaries. And it seems as though we measure our lives with years. But, you know, Scripture don't really teach that. I'm not saying that's wrong. Don't get me wrong. You should celebrate anniversaries and birthdays. But listen to what Scripture teaches. Scripture doesn't say mark the, day, uh, the years. Scripture says, teach me to number my days. Right? I, want, I don't want to miss today and what God wants to do today because I'm so focused toward the future. I want to be present right now in what God wants to do in my life. You know, Scripture says in James, it says, 
a man shouldn't say, I'm going to go to such and such town for a year, and I'm going to do business, and I'm going to do all of this, and I'm going to do all of that. You know what James teaches? James says that man should say, if the Lord wills, I'll do this, and I'll do that. James teaches life is as a vapor. It's here today, gone tomorrow, right? So do do you number your days? Do you mark your days? Are you in the present this day? Now, Jesus says, give us this day. Let me tell you what else this verse does for me personally. This helps me. When I, when I understand this day, not five years from now, ten years from now, ten months from now, six months from now, this is what it causes me to do. It causes me to recognize the line between need and greed. It helps me understand when at times I'm feeling greedy because God has given me what I need. Is anybody with me right now? Oh, you, oh you're going to get quiet on me. I can already feel it. Uh, we'll just say this is for somebody else and save you the trouble, right? <laughs> Come on now. It's easy for us to get greedy, right? Now listen to what Scripture says. This is the balance, okay? This is the balance. I'm talking about this day. God giving me what I need today. Is it wrong to put back for the future? No, that's not wrong. Here... Scripture says, look to the ant, O sluggard. The ant puts back all summer for the winter. It's not wrong to look ahead. It's not wrong to plan ahead. But what is wrong is to live so far out there that you're not in the present right now today. Everybody on the same page with me? So where's the balance? Proverbs chapter 30 Verses 8 and 9 is the balance. Listen to what the king said. And this is amazing. The king said, God don't give me so little that I have to steal food in order to eat. We're talking about balance right now. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. I need some water today. Thank you. I appreciate that. Give me this day my daily water. (laughs) Or coffee, but water is good too. I have to be careful. If I drink too much water, I preach too long. I mean, coffee. If I drink too much coffee, I preach too long. So now watch the balance, okay? Proverbs 30, verses 8 and 9. Don't give me so little that I have to steal food. But then the king says, think about this. The king says, don't give me so much that I forget the Lord. So where's the balance? Friends, the balance is contentment. The balance is being content with what the Lord has given you. So how do we balance this out? You say, okay, Lord, like the ant, I'm going to prepare for the future. Like the ant, I'm not going to live like a sluggard. I'm not going to live a day at a time and say, oh, well, whatever will be, will be, and I'll cross my fingers and hope God takes care of me. No, I'm going I'm to plan, and I'm going to... You know, someone told me one time, and I loved this. They said, Chad, you should live... You should, you should prepare 
like you're going to live for another hundred years. But you should live like you're going to go to heaven tomorrow. It's a great thing. So God, I'm going to prepare, but I'm still dependent on you, Lord. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to trust you for this day. And I'm going to be present for my family. I'm going to be present for my children. I'm going to be present right now for your kingdom this day. Amen. I've never done a funeral. I've never been beside someone who's dying. And they said, I wish I had worked more than what I... I never... No. Be present for your family. I feel like the Lord is speaking to somebody. about Be present. Listen. Your job... Oh, boy. I, I just, let, let me just follow this for a second. Be present for your family. You know, the Lord will remind me from time to time... Anybody can stand up in this pulpit and take my job. Anybody. Caleb is more than equipped to preach. Glenn's more than equipped. Brad is more than equipped. Jared, Brett, Bill. Anybody can stand right here and do my job. But not one person can replace me at home. Not a one. No one can replace me in my children's lives. Amen? Well, that was nowhere in my notes. All right, let's. Now watch, now watch where this goes, okay? Now let's just be honest. For the majority of us, God's given us more than our daily bread, hasn't he? See, if you're like me, your pantries are stocked. Your freezers are full. If you're like me, you've got more than your daily bread. So what do we do? Okay, now follow me. Notice Jesus does not say, give me this day my daily bread. That's not what the word says, is it? You know what he says? Give us this day our daily bread. Do you know why I believe Jesus? See, I think every word in the Bible matters. And do you know why he says our Because Jesus is reminding us that we're part of the family of God. If we're going to pray, your kingdom come. See, it reminds us it's more than just us. If we're going to pray, our Father, we're part of the family of God. And you know what I think God would say to you and I who have more than enough? You know who I think God would say, what I think God would say to you and I, who our pantries are full, our freezers are full, our refrigerators are full. You know what God would say to us? Share your daily bread. Our, not mine, not my four, no more. Share our daily bread. I think this prayer, this phrase, if we do it right, It causes us to pause and consider the sufferings of fellow believers. One of the reasons why we do this type of ministry, where we try to reach far beyond not just the walls of our church, but we try to reach far beyond even our region, is because we want to reach people in a personal way. 
And so if you have been listening to some of these sermons and you find that they are impacting your life or they're helping you grow or they're challenging you to think in a different way, well, you know what? We would love to hear from you because when people contact us, as they often do, from different parts of the United States as well as different parts of the world, when people contact us and share with us how to pray for them, how to encourage them, well, you know what? That just means the world to us. And we would really love to stand with you in prayer. We would really love to know who you are and where you're listening from. So I hope you'll look us up, contact us, and let us know who you are and where you're from.